everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight face. Hey friends. Hey. Hey friends. What's up? Oh, nothing. Just, you know, trying to rear it back in after our puke discussion. Yeah, we just had a really good combo about puke. Maya always wants it to be like organically. We're all already laughing. We're already laughing, but we actually were really laughing about puke. It was a gross conversation. You don't have to hear it. Keep an eye out for our next blooper episode. Yeah, it's all been recorded anyway. Save it. We had so much fun last week talking to Leamy. Yeah. If you didn't Hi. listen to our guest episode yet, go listen to it. We, we haven't listen. even actually posted it yet, but <laughs> as podcasters, we're time travelers. So yeah. time travelers. Obviously. By the time you listen to this, we had fun last week. Yeah. <laughs> Leamy, I want to come to Germany. I want to hang out with you. I want to go to the goth festival. <laughs> like, I will be there. I'm en route. Speaking of great listeners, we have a listener letter, right? Oh, yeah, we do. It's so freaking good. Oh, my God. Andrea writes, I have a Generation X eclipsion. <laughs> Excellent. I, I love when our listeners have fun with the subject lines, you know? I mean, that one's very, that was very f- punny. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. Thank Glad you. To be Thanks, back. Andrea. Glad to be back. Aw. I mean, not really, but like, sure. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're going to accidentally convince our listeners that you don't like that. Yeah, That's Melissa, the goal. your need to be liked interferes with your um, saying that you don't want to be here. Because if you act too much like you don't want to be here, nobody's going to like you anymore. That's absolutely no. not true. If I pretend I don't want to be here, everyone's going to be like, no, Melissa, don't go. We love you. Uh, I, I think what's really going exactly. on deep in your brain exactly. is, is like... A, a rebellious detachment, you know? If I it's say I don't want to cool be here, to be they're going to think I'm so cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's all. Are you guys my therapist or what? <laughs> I mean, we have sat here for many, many hours talking about, like, some psychological stuff. So, Okay. So, Andrea tells us about, like, a mishap that she had driving a car one time and it's a good story but i'm moving along because i gotta get to the really good stuff also her 13 year old daughter who was reading twilight dropped off of that because it got boring and it's into the <gasps> vampire diaries now so yes now we know where she the say where are. she dropped out yeah. where wait i need to know if her daughter is team stefan or team damon <laughs> andrea please Right this in is extremely know. important and will inform my entire opinion about your daughter. Um, also, Andrea, Andrea, which are you? Because you're watching with her. So. There's, a, there's a cheat yes. sheet. If you listen to our last episode, you'll find out what the correct answer is. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one correct answer. I don't remember what it is, so I guess I would <laughs> fail the test. <laughs> um, I, we we got to get to the really good part because it's so fun. She says, I just need to respond to the episode you had a couple of weeks ago where the TikTokers recast the saga with fresh young stars. Brilliant. If only I knew who those people are. Fresh young stars. She means the actors, not our guests. Yeah, the actors. Lauren and Layla. Lauren and Layla. (laughs) With that in mind, would you please allow this Gen Xer to recast the 80s slash 90s version of the Twilight Saga? (laughs) 
<laughs> Caveat. Due to the unfortunate limitations in casting of that era, I apologize in advance if my choices remain in the spectrum of white. Fair. Here right. we go. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. She geniusly titled the document, Nobody Asked for This. Um, <laughs> Which is just hilarious, because it's like, I would have no, asked we didn't for ask it. for it, but we didn't know to. Yeah, exactly. If I would have known that I could have asked for it, I would have. It's like when the chef brings you out a different dish that's not on the menu, and it's way better than what you wanted. So she did the whole, she did the whole, whole thing. But what are your uh, favorite excerpts, Maya? One everybody. of my favorites is Victoria cast as Molly Ringwald. <gasps> I know. <laughs> Wow, Somewhat Molly. obvious, but the role specifies red hair, and what better way to flip the sweetheart on her side? So true. Like, Great point. Nobody, like, if you're just watching Twilight and these new vampires show up and one of them is Molly Ringwald, you're like, oh, yay, something fun is happening. And then when they turn out to be evil, you're like, what? <laughs> I trust Molly Ringwald. Um, let's see. J- she cast Jane... Lucy Liu. If there's one actress who knows how to look like she enjoys inflicting pain, it's her. She's also impossible to look away from. I'd be hanging on every creepy command. Wow. Correct. So So true. true. My favorite is Alice, I would say. She cast Parker Posey. Parker Posey. Alice with teeth. She's a manic pixie who sees the future sometimes. Parker is not only a contemporary of Andrea, but the ultimate Gen X Will-the-Wisp bestie. She would try to get Edward in bed before meeting Jasper, because why not? (laughs) (laughs) Then she'd tell Bella when they became friends, knowing Bella would shrug it off. (laughs) That's fun. Andrea, I just really appreciate the energy that you brought to this whole project. Yeah. Um, We have to say who she picked for Bella and Edward. Bella is Jennifer Connelly. Connelly is a brilliant martyr. See, a a beautiful mind and dark water. She's capable of exuding emotional pain with one searing glance and has a fragility to her. She looks breakable. With every kiss, I'd worried that she might explode into a million pieces. Wow. Wow. Well, well observed. And then for Edward, she chose River Phoenix. (gasps) Wow. The drama. Not only would River have been wonderful to look at, but he had Edward's quiet intensity as well as a haunted quality that would have made his brooding substantive. Imagine watching every heated moment between him and Bella, waiting for him to either snap or perhaps finally smile. (laughs) Wow. I was like, I'm in it. So, Andrea, thank you so much. Thanks, Andrea, for writing in. That was fantastic. And other listeners, if you want to cast it with with people, uh, please do. We'd love to see them. They make us really happy. Is there any reason in particular that we would be excited about casting things right now? <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was opening up the book. I forgot. Thank you, Melissa. Listeners, it's a good thing that you listen to us for the breaking news. Because we're bringing you some breaking news. And some breaking... Um, Mystery. Wild speculation. Yeah, it's mostly breaking wild speculation. <laughs> Um, so there are new editions being released. Maya, when is it? Next January? Next spring? January 4th, 2022. See, Maya, this is why I was just going to make you tell the news, because you know the news better. Because you just know Um, the news. Now, it's unclear what it is. It's like the very early postings that go up when, like, 
at the very beginning of the whole cycle of online information, the basics feed out, like the covers aren't there yet. There's been no announcement, but we know it exists. That's right, listeners. No announcement. So when you're like, new additions, what are they talking about? I don't know anything about new additions. That's because we uncovered something. (laughs) (laughs) That's because we are investigative journalists. So what we think is that it's just new covers. What does it actually say? Okay, so also new covers or like, oh, not that we had the white additions and now we have the the orange additions. Mm, Probably that. Probably not orange. Who who likes orange? (laughs) And like orange. Let me scroll up to the listings. So, listeners, if you go to like retailer websites, so in theory, yeah, like Bookshop, Amazon, don't purchase anything there, but you could, you know, do some investigating. I found this on bookdepository.com. If you search, you know, like The Twilight Saga by Stephanie Meyer, and then organize it by publish date, <laughs> new to old, the newest ones are are new editions of The Twilight Saga. There's no image available yet, but um, they're you can doing... pre-order them. <laughs> but yeah, you can already pre-order them. They come out in 194 days. Oh my god, it's so um, long. They are re-releasing each book in paperback they are re-releasing the white edition so you know that box set where the covers are white and then there is a different box set and it says a gorgeous paperback box set of the twilight saga featuring the latest number one new york times and usa today bestseller midnight sun Mm -hmm. and the rest of the series with a bold fresh design (gasps) so we're thinking new covers right read on or stunning or orange (laughs) um this stunning gift set includes paperback editions of twilight new moon eclipse breaking dawn midnight sun the short second life of brie tanner and life and death always and life and death that ever what the heck monster with exclusive covers so they're definitely getting new covers and there's an it hasn't been announced so you heard new illustrated oh the guide Oh, yeah, and the illustrated guide is also being re-released. Oh, well, that makes sense because they have to add all the... They probably have to add all the Midnight Sun stuff. Um, That makes sense. Yeah, they updated it. Probably this is just because of Midnight Sun. Well, let's let's do a little bit of added investigating. We'll do it right here, right now, live. Twilight Illustrated Guide. Let us go to the one coming out January... 4th 2022 um so it is 560 pages the new one and let's look at a previous one i know it's bananas a lot of information the previous one is also 560 pages so i don't know if they're adding anything it might just be a re-release because i think it went out of print new cover but how was the original also 560 pages how's that possible there was a lot of information to pack in yeah. But, like, I feel like I remember seeing the guide and not it not being that oh. big. Don't you have it, Maya? No, I have the ebook. Uh, so, this is probably, like, I cannot believe that it's already time for a paperback of Midnight Sun, but. I mean, it's. Is there also. Been a year. Is the paperback listing of Midnight Sun available under the Midnight Sun? How many pages is it? 
Let's investigate, shall we? Publication date, new to old. Um, so... It says 832 pages. Is that longer? It is here. January 4th. Yeah. No cover available yet, but it is listed. Wait, but 832 pages. Is that longer than the previous one? 800. I don't have Did they add that. content? 672 pages. <gasps> added Wait, content. 800? That cannot be We right. don't know that it's added content because the paperback is probably going to be at a smaller trim. That's true. Yeah, but usually they don't get longer. Sometimes they but do. But I mean, how are you going to make the font tinier? Yeah, it's true. it was already, already so did. small. Maybe it's just being resized. But that is strange. Usually the paperbacks don't get longer when we turn them into paperbacks. Well, let's compare the dimensions. You have the, the old one up, right? Sure. The dimensions of the new one are 140 by 210 millimeters. Why is it in millimeters? <laughs> Take it up in book depository. This is... Oh, I have the... The Amazon is showing me inches. Except, wait, I can I have the paperback on Amazon also. But it doesn't say the trim. Huh, mysterious. Well, we'll see. Maybe there will be extra stuff in the paperback. I huh. also want to bet that the paper that they use, though, in the paperback is going to be a lot thinner than the paper that they used in the hardcover. Yeah, It'll be like that Bible paper. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. See-through. Well, so... Obviously, it would be very fun if these were coming out alongside something else. I think it's probably just because Midnight Sun is becoming a paperback, so they're doing the whole paperback extravaganza situation. It's weird that they're doing the box sets in January and not for the holiday season. Yeah, that is true. Maybe that's evidence that they're timing it to something else. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't know. So a bit of our wild speculation was like all the Twilight movies are being added to Netflix. Oh, yeah, that was soon. the other thing. So maybe there's I mean, you know, probably not, but maybe there's a reboot <laughs> in the works. <gasps> I think they're that bringing everything leaked. to Netflix in there. I think it would have leaked. Know. I just don't know. Like Beyonce manages. <laughs> true. It's true. Clearly it's She's possible. Beyonce. I don't know. I mean, no one's Beyonce besides Beyonce. I know. Yeah. Well, look, they wouldn't create a Beyonce thing, but maybe, because only she can do that. Right. But maybe true. more people than besides Beyonce can just keep a secret. <laughs> I don't can know sign an NDA. Yeah. I am excited about the movies being on Netflix. It's great. I news. thought they already were. I feel like they were briefly, and then, like, or they were on Hulu briefly, and then disappeared. My mom watched them all somehow. And if it does turn out to be a reboot, which, again, not super likely, but very possible, you know, it could be one. Then you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. (laughs) We got it recorded. It is fucking June 24th at (laughs) 6.56 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know. What if we like broke this news right now and then this episode's not going to go up for like two weeks? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what time it is, though. We just told you. Oh my God. It is so funny that we're like breaking news. We're getting new covers. <laughs> and it right. goes up like two weeks from now. Yeah. I mean, All right. Like, it's like a weekend. Uh, a weekend, some change. All right. Eclipse. Who's Chapter turning into? Not mine. Um, I'll go. I'm just gonna make it short and sweet and say that this chapter's full of shit. I fucking (laughs) 
hated it. <laughs> it was painful as fuck to read. And I wish that it just wasn't here. <laughs> okay, that was... Is that your whole recap? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, so on um, analysis, I give you a 9. But on quality of recap, I give you a 1. <laughs> uh, how is that even? Because it had no facts. It was all opinions. I appreciate that. Thank you, Olivia. But how is it even a one? Because you didn't say anything that happened. There were no facts. Nothing happened that needed to happen. Things so. happened. Like, oh, like what? Um, people argued. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward was really controlling, and then mm-hmm. Charlie was really controlling, mm-hmm. and then Bella did sort of stand up for herself, but also forgave both of them. Yeah, so literally nothing happened in this chapter. I feel like should be here. I feel like we need to give our re- our listeners a little more so that as they listen to us talk I, like, about the chapter, I don't even they... want them to hear the Maya, recap. Maya, you of the also give a recap. Melissa and I have each recapped it. We get to recap it. It's a triple recap. I'll go the opposite of Melissa, and I'll go only what happened, and I won't editorialize. They're hanging out at school. They are at lunch, and Alice sees a vision. Oh yeah, that's the thing that. And Bella's like, "I want, I want to, I want to know what happened. I want to know what she saw." But all day, Edward is just, like, finding ways to not be alone with her, which is the opposite of what he normally does. He goes so far as to, like, chat with Mike and offer to fix Mike's car. So Bella's like, something is up. And finally, they get home, and Bella's like, he doesn't want to tell me, fine, I won't even ask. Uh, And then she asks, so it's like, okay, whatever, Bella. And Edward is like, oh, she, like, didn't see anything. Just, like, something about Jasper being in the Southwest again, but he's not planning on going, so it's just, like, kind of weird. And Bella's like, oh, I am so awful, you know? I thought that he was hiding something from me. Oh, Fuck you, Edward. awful. <laughs> and then Edward finds the plane ticket that his parents gave to Bella for her birthday last year, and he's like, you didn't use these? And she's like, no why would i and he was like you know to see your mom she's like no i like just got ungrounded i think charlie would be annoyed if you and i went on vacation together i'll just let them expire then they're making dinner charlie comes home charlie is like still weird about edward being there um and edward is like Charlie, did Bella tell you that she's not using the plane tickets my parents got her? Because it's just, like, really going to hurt my mom's feelings if she doesn't Fuck use her Fuck you, kid. Edward. Yeah, and then Charlie is like, she's not. And then he's like, wait, but you'd go? No, I don't want her to go. And then Bella's like, well, now I'm going. That's what happens. It's high-key manipulation hi the whole chapter you, wait we missed we, you missed the worst part <laughs> wait, wait i don't know what melissa's gonna say is the worst part but then um oh, charlie yeah. tries to have the sex talk with bella that's not the worst and part. she's like it's not like that which like question mark question mark we're gonna get to that she she um, <laughs> and then she's like i'm not grounded i can just go see jacob now this is the worst part yeah 
But she takes five so, minutes between so, coming up with the idea and getting to her car, so it's too late. And and so Charlie is like, yeah, of course you can go do that thing after your curfew that you already gave back, and got back from, and it's passed. Stay out as want. long as you want. And then, like Maya said, she waits too long, and so Edward knows because of Alice, and he has already disabled He's, like disabled her fucking car i imagined that he so took she a spark literally plug. cannot operate it and it's like i'll put this back tomorrow <sighs> okay let's get into it folks get into it Fuck, motherfucker the title of the chapter is evasion because Edward evades all sense of, like, ethics and <laughs> morality. Like, they evade so hard, right? And it's, like, super suspicious. He talks to fucking Mike. We all know he doesn't want to talk to Mike. Yeah. So Bella is like, oh, obviously something is going on. Alice yeah, chatters on so deeply in the car. And she's like, what is happening? I'm like... Wow, smooth, guys. Yeah, I'm like, clearly, obviously, Alice saw a vision of something. It's a bad vision. Clearly. And they don't want Bella to know about it. I was like, Bella, while you're in the car with Edward and Alice. Ring it up. You know both of them. Why not just ask both at once? Just ask. All right, so what did Alice see? Yeah, what did you see, Alice? What are you guys hiding? And she's like, I didn't want to freak out and have him think that I couldn't handle it, whatever it was. Then Edward makes out with her to distract her to literally distract her from asking <laughs> what the fact that he just is constantly being like bella you're so horny stop it <laughs> and then and then in order to get her to shut up he goes and makes out with her i really loved that like all that happens is that he kisses her like one time and then like pulls away <laughs> I was so motherfucking pissed. I was so like pissed. embarrassed. For who? Yeah, for I'm everybody. So mad. Yeah, for everybody, but mostly Bella. <laughs> I was like, he kisses you one time, and then we get like three paragraphs about like how like rapturous it was, <laughs> how you forgot what you were thinking about. I was like, this is Listen, humiliating. Kissing is pretty cool though, and like. She hasn't done that before. And I mean, it's they've been dating for like a long time at this point. But you know what else is cool? Getting the answers to secrets that people are hiding from. Yeah, God. Exactly. I and this is clearly cool. all a ploy. Clearly. And I mean, Bella does allow herself to be gaslit, I think, for the yes. propulsion of the plot. Oh my God. She is so gaslit in this chapter like it's so obvious that something is going on and then oh it's like she does eventually ask she asks edward she's like yo okay what did alice see and edward's like oh super casual you know she's been seeing jasper in a strange place somewhere in the southwest near his former family she's worried and bella's just like oh why didn't you tell me before and edward is just like i didn't realize you noticed it's probably nothing important in any case. Ugh. And he is such a liar. Right? And she says, My imagination was sadly out of control. I've taken a perfectly normal afternoon and twisted it until it looked like Edward was going out of his way to keep things from me. He was. <laughs> Which You're he correct. is. And he says, She says, I need therapy. 
you did, it's like, but not because of this. That's exactly yeah. what I wrote down. I was like, yeah, you do, but this is not why. <laughs> I wrote down, not why. you got gaslighted. Gaslighted? Yeah gaslit so hard and then like right after that she's like talking about how she needs to like suck up to charlie and i'm like wait why why do you need to suck up to charlie like you just got ungrounded and now you have to coddle your father because he ungrounded you right like what you just spent all this time not seeing your boyfriend as much as you wanted to because you were grounded and now you're ungrounded and you have to like tread lightly now that you've only just been ungrounded to not spend too much time with your boyfriend. Like th- none of this makes sense. It really is. Like following her thought process on this is really confusing. When she's talking about like, oh, I don't want to take the trip to see Renee mm-hmm. with Edward because it would upset Charlie too much. Right. Like, sure, I get that she feels like Charlie wouldn't want her to, like, go to a second location with Edward Cullen, but, but, like, that much? I mean, here's, I'm just, so, essentially, he brings up the tickets. One, it's very clear that he purposefully, you know, is, like, Let's go this weekend. Something's happening. I don't remember what this vision was. I didn't read ahead. I don't remember this book because guess what? It's fucking stupid. (laughs) So clearly this vision is related to something that is happening this weekend. He really wants to get Bella out of the picture. Just trying to get her out of the way. And he's like, oh, look at this stereo that you obliterated. And look (laughs) at these plane tickets you forgot about. Like, what? That's a crazy idea. Let's go to florida and she's like you want to go to florida like <laughs> you the vampire he's like yeah that sounds great and you're and she's like okay edward you fucking idiot actually <laughs> this is a terrible time to go i just got ungrounded and also it's florida with you you crazy person and edward's like oh well all right and then they go downstairs and see Charlie, and he's like, hey, Charlie, guess what? There's oh, tickets. Well, first, Char- Charlie is like, let's go to a party in La Push. And then two seconds later, Edward is like, and it's for this weekend. Yes, yeah. also this weekend. And then he's like, oh, Charlie, you know, did, did has Bella mentioned to you that she's not going to use these tickets? It would really hurt my mother's feelings. And Charlie is flabbergasted that. that his parents bought her plane tickets at all because it's such an expensive it's very gift. Extravagant, right. extravagant gift. Yeah, so Charlie is standing there like with his like mouth open That's practically. <laughs> and he's like, no, Bella didn't say anything. And Bella's like, I forgot. I mean, I just also want to say that Bella decided, no, she wasn't going to ask Charlie and then Edward was like, well, right. I don't like that I'll decision that you've instead. made. I'll do it so, for you. So I'll do it. Exactly. I'll do it and bring it up. And Charlie's going to inevitably be like, you have to use these plane tickets. I'm yeah. So I'm already mad at Edward. And then Charlie, when he finds out there are two tickets, says, that's out of the question, abruptly in a rage, shouting. Like, I, Charlie, I don't overreact why. much. Like, it's they're literally dating. Like, right. I don't care how much you dislike this boyfriend. Like, 
It's a Bella gift from in, the boyfriend's parents. Of Bella course, the is boyfriend in is invited. No yeah. danger that you know of, so you don't get an opinion. Right. And so then Bella classically, in, in a very appropriate teenage way, is like, what the fuck, dad? <laughs> <laughs> this is absurd. I'm ungrounded now. This is my boyfriend. We're going to see my mom. Like, I don't understand what your problem right? is. It's and like, so, we're not even going anywhere interesting. We're right. just going to my own going mother's to house. See mom. <laughs> so, it's not like uh, a like wanton sex den. No. Exactly. You're not <laughs> fucking flying to Italy. It's just Renee's. And I was so proud of Bella, though. But Me also, too. I was like, Edward, you motherfucking piece of shit. Because now, now Bella and Charlie are like full on fighting. And oh, this yeah. is literally what Bella said she didn't want to do. Yep. She was like, this isn't worth it. I don't it. want to make Charlie. She literally upset. said those words. And Edward has brought about this situation in which they're arguing and getting really mad at each other and, and like saying things like, I'm going to move out. Like, great, Edward. Good job for putting more strife between these family members. She's going to turn a vampire whenever, and you're just putting irreparable damage on relationships. Okay, you know what, though? It does backfire on him a little bit. Not enough. But he does get a little bit of a taste of his own medicine. Because as Bella and Charlie are fighting, she's like, you wouldn't be mad if I was taking, like, Alice or Angela. And he's like, yeah girls and she's like okay what if i took jacob and edward is like so hurt immediately and charlie's like that would bother me too and bella's like no it wouldn't liar so it does come back on edward a little bit because a little bit. he has to think about i mean it makes his teeth clench together with an audible snap so he's I mean, hurt but, but also this is still all according to his plan like, this is all according to whatever little weird thing he's come up in his brain about getting Bella away for the weekend. This was all as he intended for it to happen. It's it's God-tier manipulation. It's fucked up. And then even, like, so after they extricate themselves and she's like, what was that? Obviously, because he clearly did something on person. And he right. spins the guilt card immediately. He's like, I know you want to see your mother, Bella. You've been talking about her in your sleep. Bitch! Like, okay, let's talk about that with me personally. And then Bella talks all the time in the her worst sleep. is his is the, what he says after his that. reply. Yeah. I know. And so he says, but clearly you were too much of a coward to deal with Charlie. So I interceded on your behalf. Bitch, you fucker! <laughs> and she interceded. goes interceded. You threw me to the sharks. So true. Do I didn't want to fight with Charlie. And Edward says, nobody said that you had to. Edward, you're, you're the bitch. one who brought it all up. Obviously, Charlie's going to start a fight. Charlie acts like that. She's not going to be like, She yeah. really only defends herself. Like, she yeah. does not pick this fight at all. She, no. All she does is defend herself against Charlie. Yeah. He's, he's being a little shit. And Edward is, like, being all serene and, like, acting <sighs> as if... None of this is odd, that all of this is normal. Being a motherfucking gaslighter yeah. all up in here. And she's like, something was off, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Or maybe it was just my imagination again, running wild like it had this afternoon. Girl, you are correct this whole time. This whole this time. time. Then she says, does this sudden urge to see Florida have anything to do with the party at Billy's place? 
He responds, nothing at all. It wouldn't matter if you were here or on the other side of the world. You still wouldn't be going. I have a question for you guys. Now, we know from later in this chapter that when Bella tries to take it upon herself to go to La Push, like, Edward takes that option out of her hands. He disables the truck. But if Bella were there this weekend, could Edward actually stop her if she's like hey dad let's take your car not not once she's at la push if she can make it no, to I la mean, push he can't she's at home can edward actually stop her from getting to to this party he acts like he can but if she's like hanging out with her dad like hey dad i'm gonna ride in your car edward um I'll see you tomorrow i guess you're heading home like what's he gonna do i think do? he believes that he could finagle the whole situation socially because right. he just finagled because the he's whole a situation master manipulator. exactly the way that he wanted to so he thinks that he could like... do it in any situation like maybe bella could pull it off but do you think he could because i think no okay what if edward i feel like he would sick alice on the situation and alice would charm charlie out of bringing her to la push somehow and get alice in a separate vehicle and they would abduct her they would they would knock down a tree on the road there yep there would like just so happens i feel like the the tree is a maybe but charlie would probably be so determined that he'd pull over and be like hey um there's a down tree can you guys come meet us and we'll just climb (laughs) over the tree and get into your car alice is also a compelling argument but if Bella and Charlie are together, then Bella can be like, you know, she can pick a fight with Alice in front of Charlie and be like, no, look, I don't know why you guys are being so weird, but I'm going to La Push with my dad. I already told you. You're like, Alice, you forgot? That's funny, but sorry, I have plans with my dad. Maybe. I don't know. I just... I feel like if I were Bella, I could do it. Yeah, I think you could do it. I sure. But, like, Bella but doesn't Bella like fighting. But Bella, by Stephanie right now, I mean, can't. I think that she would, like, avoid... Right, like, she couldn't be confrontational enough with Alice or Edward. Like, I'm proud of how much confrontation she pulls off with Charlie in this chapter. Like, she truly sticks up for herself against Charlie. And, like, maybe a little bit with Edward, but he just, like, convinces her to not trust herself immediately. And so she goes back. He leaves. He goes to hunt or something. I don't fucking know. He's dropped her off at home. Right. And she goes inside and Charlie's like. Oh, they like go out just because just so that she can prove a point that like she can go places. But they like don't do anything. And then they come back late and that's all. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. They played chess. They played chess. That's what they did. (laughs) (laughs) So they're back. Edward drops her off. She goes in, hopes to sneak by Charlie. Charlie's like, hold on a second. He chooses this moment. Important things to talk about. <laughs> to give her the sex talk. I don't know why he chooses this moment when they like just had a fight. It's a very interesting choice. I think he's I think he's like, well, if they're thinking about getting on a plane together, <laughs> this relationship is so much deeper. There's than only I one thought. thing you do in planes. <laughs> Charlie gives her the perfect opening. He, like, almost gives up and is like, just tell me that you two are being responsible. All she has to do is say, yeah, dad, don't worry about it. Like, literally, that's all she has to do. Instead, Instead. she takes a left turn to, don't worry about it, dad. It's not like that. We're just going to maybe get married and also I'm going to become a vampire and live him forever 
and eternity. But don't Sounds worry, like that, but never whatever. have sex. <laughs> she could even say, don't worry, Dad, we're being responsible by waiting. Right? Like, we're not there yet, but... If and when we get there, listen. Yeah, we'll be responsible. Yes, we're being responsible. Covers all of her bases. She doesn't have to say if they're having sex and being responsible, or if they're just waiting. Like, yeah, but if you say say yes, yes, we're being responsible. The assumption is you're like using a condom. She's she doesn't want. Yeah, but she doesn't want her dad to know. Yeah. It's important to her. <sighs> okay, to but tell I also don't not feel it. the need to tell my father that I'm a virgin. Right. Instead, she chooses to say the word virgin to him. She could have just not. She could have just like not. I'm she saying, didn't need to make that choice. Said, We're being responsible by by not doing anything yet. Don't say I have no immediate plans says, to like, change that I, status. Father, am a virgin. <sighs> okay, no, here's what's actually like, listen, most uncomfortable. If I'm giving the sex talk also, like that's not all the information that I need. Like, okay, sure, right now, but also, do you have all the information that right. you need for the future? Because you're, you're a 18, virgin, so, so you haven't done anything. So let me talk to you about it. So do you know all the information? <laughs> let me give you the info. And he's like, "Oh, great. So talk over." You're not like, having sex, so conversation's done. Oh my god, <laughs> she's Mormon. Here's what I think <laughs> is like most cringy about it to me. She. Charlie is like, look, you don't want to say it. I don't want to hear it, but I'm your dad and I'm trying to be open-minded. She's like, maybe the times have changed, but Edward is very old-fashioned. You have nothing to worry about. What that says is, look, I want to do it, but he doesn't. That's too much information to give your dad. (laughs) And it's like, what, old-fashioned people just never had sex ever? Is that what you're saying about old-fashioned people? Like, they're 18. I don't know. Right, and they've already proclaimed their marriage. Yeah, Edward's trying to marry her. <laughs> like, sex is honestly the like the least <sighs> problematic of all of this at this point. So. <laughs> and then there's a second part to his conversation, which <sighs> is he wants to know if she's maintaining the balance by which he means are you hanging out with jacob which again like listen if your child doesn't want to have a friendship with somebody your loyalty should be to your child child. like you don't know she hasn't told you clearly there's something that she hasn't told you that went down in between them you don't know what it was she did say like, listen, he wants more, and it's weird, and I don't like it, and he's not respecting my wishes. That's plenty to know. And he's, like, pushing this friendship on her, and it's so icky. It's what so he icky. thinks is that Bella is so mad at Jacob for betraying her trust by telling Charlie about the motorcycles that now she doesn't want to hang out with him anymore. And it's like, she Charlie, you, you are so... Yeah. So convinced that that's what's going on that you're not listening to what Bella actually exactly. says. He's saying to you. And he literally says, keep trying, Bella. I know you'll do the right thing. Oh, you're a good person. That what did you guys me. write? I wrote, I wrote, rage. Fuck you. <laughs> I wrote, what a terrible thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucker, Charlie. And like, Whatever. Thank God. Like, Bella, this one, she clocked. Like, she what? does not throughout this chapter immediately clock every time that somebody manipulates her but this time she's like 
nice. So if I didn't figure out some way to make things right with Jacob, then I was a bad person. That was below the belt. You're if right. I were her, I'd start another fight right there. Oh, right. my God. I'd be like, why would you say that? But she what do you think fight? you're going to gain from that? Because she just spent a whole night fighting. Right. So she just goes along with it. And it's like, fine. And then she's like all wound up and mad and like doesn't, can't go to sleep. And she's like, well, I could talk to Angela. But like, I don't really want to talk to Angela. I want to talk to my old friend Jacob when he was cool. So Fair. like, fuck me. Maybe Charlie's right. Maybe I should just talk to Jacob. But he won't talk to me on the phone. So I guess I'll fucking go to La Push after all. And I, I just want to, like, also highlight this paragraph where she's really going back and forth between what she wants to do. And she says, I don't know how long I stood there weighing the pros against the cons. About five minutes. Doing the right thing by Jacob, seeing my closest friend again, being a good person, versus making Edward furious with me. I'm like, girlfriend, you are being high-key manipulated. This is abusive relationship 101. None of that was about her. Like, none of of the things... This is like, do I suck up all of my problems with Jacob with all the shitty things that he did to me and make Jacob happy by seeing Jacob? Or is it too painful to make my boyfriend jealous and mad at me by seeing this person that I maybe want to see? And I'm just like, honey, 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 boo-boo. And then she's like, well, I know that Charlie's going to let me do this because Charlie sucks. So she goes down and she's like, is it okay if I go to see Jake? And he's like, stay out as late as you want. He's like, yeah, you need money? You need, what what do you need? Condoms? (laughs) Snacks? Pizza? We just had the sex talk. You go hang out with Jacob all (sighs) night. Like in the dead of night. She's like, can I go see Jacob? And he's yeah, like, they like already yes, did the extra, yes. went out late and came back. I know she's right. going back out. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it's about 1030 right now. In the Pacific Northwest, which is, you know, on the western edge of that time zone. So it's, it's, it's fully dark out by now. And it's probably raining. <laughs> <laughs> it's always um, raining. It's always raining. Yeah, she gets in the car. I'm proud of Bella. She's like, I'm going to just fucking go. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. girl, this is what I want for you. I loved it. And then she gets in the car, and there's someone sitting creepily in her car, and her car won't start. Her car won't start, and then she sees (sighs) motherfucking Edward just sitting, and he's, like, playing with whatever he took out of her car to make it not work like okay, a but bitch ass motherfucker you know what i really liked about this narratively though i don't want to know he's, i know. i'm gonna tell olivia and you can close your ears okay he's such a vampire Ugh. like he's sitting nearly motionless he's murmuring as he like looks oh. at this mysterious object you're right. I've never You're been like, less attracted to this person <laughs> It's so ever. true. I know. I didn't say it was hot. I said it was vampiric. And then he, you know, goes on and on about how, like, it's just too scary because when Bella decides to go see the wolves, her whole future just disappears. And I was like, shouldn't this have been happening all along? He was, weren't wolves yet. I don't know. He was just making up some okay so this is carlisle's theory for why if bella's hanging out with the wolves alice can't see them 
it's more the transformation is more an involuntary reaction than a decision we know that this is not true like sometimes it's an involuntary reaction but most of the time it is a decision right. that they make to transform right. right utterly unpredictable and it changes everything about them not true I mean, sure, it changes a, a lot I about mean, them, but physically, it's sure. predictable. <laughs> they say they're going to go on a run, and they do it. In that instant, when they shift from one form to the other, they don't really even exist. The future can't hold them. If you want to say that something is, like, too mysterious and the future can't hold it, then, like, you would have to count on that. You are a mythical creature, too. What do you mean they don't what? exist? I thought this was such a weird way to put this. I like couldn't even figure out like what bothers me about. I think Everything. it's like I think I guess it's the like taking agency away from the wolves. Like Bella gives a perfectly reasonable explanation, like, which is like, oh maybe. Well, is it her or is it him? No, he speculates like maybe some natural defense. That would make sense, but like all of the rest of these just like totally strip them of all of their agency right in the whole situation and what he's he is being the truly problematic person here like so far none of the wolves jacob has not done anything to negatively impact bella in any way and yet edward is the one manipulating her and literally physically keeping her from visiting the people she wants to visit while espousing all these things about how terrible the wolves are and like his only argument is that it's too dangerous like it's unpredictable alice can't see what's happening she is in danger when she is near them and so she is quote unquote not allowed to see them like you're and dangerous yet, jasper's dangerous yeah, the world jasper is dangerous actually tried to kill her like and like somehow alice managed to not stop that from happening so like you can pretend that alice creates you know, some power over keeping Bella safe, but she's already failed multiple times. So it's not actually real. And you can't keep your loved ones from danger. Like you just, it's not possible. I did just have a, a tiny bit of a realization, which is that narratively speaking, if my memory is correct, Edward does learn that over the course of the book. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, that's great, but, like, he's really... This he's, is, like... He's fucked up now. He didn't have to be this flawed for that to, to work as a character up. arc. Right. Like, at the bottom of this page, like, he's like, I'll put your car back together in time for school. And at the bottom of this page, I wrote, dump him. Like, I, I this is, like, a dumpable <laughs> offense. Yes. Like, this isn't, this like, is like, a Call the FBI. That right. he made. This is, like, fuck you. And then he's, like... You can shut your window if you want me to stay away tonight. And she, like, slams in the house. She's pissed. She's like, whatever, Charlie. Don't worry about it. I'm not going. And she slams her window closed and then thinks about it and then opens it back up again. I was like, Bella. Yeah, I was like, girl. <sighs> like, one but night. You can make night it one alone. night, girl. You can make, do it. Make him But this a is bit. the problem. Make him suffer. This is abusive relationship 101. Like get like, you know, like I hear you Maya on like the narrative arc, right? Like I don't want to read a book where everybody is correct all the time and only makes good decisions. Like you need conflict in a book. 
But it's frustrating to read like this level of manipulation. Right, you don't you don't need to have this level. You could you could still convey the like same a character I, arc, right? Without actually, where like maybe he's like upset that she's going to see them, and there's like interpersonal tension, and then right. by the end. He's like, yeah, you were right all along. I'm glad that I let you see them. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It just it's it's another hurdle in the relationship. It's things that they have to do, things that they have to process. This is what being in a relationship is. But instead, he motherfucking goes vampire. I don't think I don't think you're wrong. It's just an observation that I made in that moment. Absolutely. Like, oh, well, narratively, I'm pretty sure that he does realize he's wrong, wrong later. But to double down on your point, we'll find out when we read it, but I doubt that we feel when we read it at the end that his atonement is sufficient. Right. Like, I don't think Bella addresses this to the level at which it angers me. I think that, so I, I remember feeling similarly at the beginning of New Moon, like, oh, Edward, you just like said all these things that are really hurtful to Bella and you left her in the woods but like by the end of it you understand that you know he really thought that that was better than whatever she would experience with him be a damnation or whatever and so you're like okay flawed way of thinking but like you ultimately made these decisions because you wanted I don't know, the the better thing for her. And like, this is not that. That's what he, yeah, it is though. He thinks that this is what, he thinks that he knows what's best. And he thinks that what is best is for her to stay safe er, by not seeing the wolves. Like he always thinks that he's doing it for her benefit. Yeah, he would never be like, oh, well, I don't want you to because I'm jealous of Jacob, which is actually a part of it. Yeah, right. Definitely. But he, he would never couch it that way. I think even to himself. I think even to himself, right. he's like, Bella would be in danger. It would be irresponsible of me to, right. but like, I with, would be endangering her by letting her go. But the thing is, with in New Moon, he was the danger, and he recognized himself as the danger. And here mm-hmm. in Eclipse, he's completely nullified himself and other vampires, and he's just like, I'm going to prevent you from doing the things you want to do with things that I think are dangerous because I know better. I don't think it's fair for him to nullify other vampires, but I do find his argument that he knows what it's like to live without her, and so she is no longer in danger of him biting her compelling. I'm like, yeah, Edward's not going to bite her. I'm not scared of that anymore as a reader. But, like, he's never been able to say that about, like, Jasper. There's a difference between seeing yourself as an issue and taking yourself out of a problem versus seeing an external thing as a problem and completely preventing the person from interacting with that. Like one is taking responsibility for yourself and the other is just being a manipulative ass. I guess I kind of see what you mean, but like even in New Moon, like the part that we were mad at him for was like the way that he hurt Bella on his way out. Like- right. We weren't mad at him for leaving. We were mad at him for lying to her. Because he's got the right to go. Right. <sighs> he, he fucks this up. He, <laughs> he bungles it. He bungles it hard. 
I have one other thing to say about how stupid this transformation <laughs> argument is, which is that Stephanie could just say it's a mystery. Right? And, like, okay, I guess the argument could be, like, listen, Edward has stupid and problematic ideas about the wolves because he's racist against wolves, and that's just, like, a narrative thing. But, like, this is the only explanation we ever get. It's not like we ever get... Right. We don't get an actual explanation. Yeah. Like, we don't find out for real, so, like, all we have is the speculation. So, like, this is also the reader's opinion. It's like when she tells us how fast they can run and all this stuff like, <laughs> you could have said nothing <laughs> you could have not backed yourself into this corner stephanie <laughs> it just i hated everything about this chat okay this should be fun best sentence worst sentence i literally didn't even i didn't even mark anything i was like i want Whole this thing. entire chapter to be to be gone it's your worst <laughs> i have whole chapter here's my worst it was just like with charlie before just like being treated as a misbehaving child this whole chapter is Bella being treated like a child by the two men that she loves most. Yep. My worst is this is Bella talking about how Alice likes to like play dress up with her. If I'd allow it, she'd love to dress me every day, perhaps several times a day, like some oversized three-dimensional paper doll. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you also write down that that was just a doll? Yeah. <laughs> you read that one because my that was my other one a three-dimensional like, paper doll i know the idea with doll. paper dolls that's is so that funny. they have like little clothes that little you outfits out, but like that's also so do dolls, so do dolls. So do dolls. <laughs> <laughs> is stephanie meyer like so mormon <laughs> that like they only played with paper dolls so she doesn't understand that that's also what you do with a doll i don't think so i don't and so. why didn't a copy editor be yeah, like... Yeah, nobody caught it. Listen, when the book is long, it gets even harder to find all the This is things. page 36. I know, it's true. Okay. Like, that's when you're still paying attention. Here's my best. This is one of Bella's clapbacks. I'll do my time without complaining when I've done something wrong, Dad, but I'm not going to put up with your prejudices. Ooh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's, you know what? It is amazing that Charlie and Edward don't get along better <laughs> when they both spend so much time manipulating Bella. Yeah, really? like all they, they have a lot in both, common. All they both want is to overprotect Bella. It's, they only clash because they disagree on how to do that. Like really, it's just the Jacob thing. If it weren't for the Jacob thing, they would be 100% on the same page. They would be like, and yeah, Bella really should never leave the house, right? And they would be like, yeah, great yeah. plan. And really, Edward also feels about himself the way that Charlie feels about Edward. Deep but, down on the inside, he really does. But he loves Bella, so he's like, even though I don't deserve her, even though everything Charlie says is right, I'm too terrible to resist spending time with right? her. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, my best sense is not as badass as yours. I just thought it was funny. This is when Edward is like, I'll help you with your your car, Mike. Bella's like, well, I could recommend my mechanic. My mechanic was busy these days. Busy running around as a giant wolf. And I was like, that's fun. It's like, what the fuck? It's a good line. It made me laugh. Yeah, I literally don't have anything to contribute to this. Okay. That's fine. Whole thing is the worst. <laughs> that means you get an extra best sometime later. Okay. 
All right, fam, skip this chapter. Just read the next one instead. Just listen you to listen this to episode, our episode already. Skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Email you know us happens. with questions, comments, and fan castings at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the pod, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. Shout out to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, Andrea, and Leamy. You can follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and twilightfacepodcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters, especially Edward and Charlie, belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Melissa Shermer. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can like say some things and like we'll listen to you as reasonable people, but like we're still gonna make the episode though. Yeah. Listen, like, if chapter three isn't better, I'm gonna f- fucking lose it. Don't worry, we'll make Melissa come back. I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> Here's the thing. At some point, it's gotta get better. But before that, we know it will get worse. But it'll get worse in a different way because Jacob <laughs> will also be really bad to her. Oh no! Oh yeah, I forgot that Jacob also sucks. <laughs> Yeah, so it's gonna be a rough one. But anyways, we're here for the long haul. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not surprised I only read this book once. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you can you can buy me. <laughs> See, we brought it around to the end. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Fuck me.